God, now I forget how to do this now. Jeez. <laughs> it's been so long. Hey, this is Chris Perry. I am the commissioner of the Western Collegiate Hockey League, and it is 2019. The WCHL podcast is back and back with a vengeance, and I do believe that we have our friend, our cohort in crime, our co-conspirator, our co-host, the master prognosticator extraordinaire, Andrew Majorkirth. He's on the other end of the line. Andrew, I am, hello. I am, I am still here. The uh, glad I'm not flying solo tonight. Boy, aren't we all glad you're not flying solo? Jeez. The, uh, Yikes. I'm glad I'm not flying solo tonight. All right. Well, hey, let's uh, let's hear some crunchy guitars, and then when we come back, let's uh, let's catch up and figure out what's been going on here over the holiday break, and then we'll get into uh, 2019 because the sprint is on for nationals. We're Hold in. on. Andrew, it's we're back. It's 2019. Happy New Year to Andrew Major Kurth. Have you made, have you done anything super special? Have you made any prognostications, any resolutions for the new year? The uh, the only resolution I made was to uh, give up my uh, bad habit of uh, bad podcast, and and here I am. <laughs> so it's not going very well. For me. Whoops. <laughs> Oops. Oh no. Uh, well that that goes down the tubes. Yeah, it yeah it's only the, fifteen it, days in. Yeah, it's all right. The, uh, yeah, I, I have nothing okay. else to do with my time. Are you still are you still stuck in the laundry room in twenty nineteen or have you moved up? Yeah, uh, well actually I am doing the podcast tonight tucked away in the half bath of my master bedroom. That way I can <laughs> that way I can get behind two doors and not keep my uh little six year old awake tonight while we do this. Oh my gosh! I see you've you've graduated. I've graduated. I've graduated <laughs> from the lawn chair to sitting on top of the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's something appropriate about that, <laughs> right? Uh, cool. <laughs> well, did Santa bring you anything uh, special for Christmas? Um, you know what? Brought a lot of uh, toys to my daughter, and uh, that's always fun to watch her rifle through all the packages and see everything she got so that's uh he was santa claus was pretty good to us this year that's for sure good very good he was good very, to very us. very good well santa santa gave us some some time away from hockey which was nice and uh well i thought it was well well needed well deserved or much needed well deserved however yes. you want to say it yes much needed but, break uh much but here we are man the race is on and uh we got some games going here uh, heck, it, 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 we're in the middle of January, and we teams have already started up al- already, which is insane. Yes, what the Arizona's missed, played um, four games already. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's 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 start there. I mean, out in the desert, the uh, the two Arizona teams have already resumed play. They played last week. UNLV came to town to Tempe and played Arizona State on a, uh, I think it was a Wednesday and Thursday night, and UNLV just thumped the Sun Devils. To start yeah. 2019, which seven. is not what they're looking for. Seven to one. That's so, a tough way to get started. Seven to one, and then four to one. Uh, so not a not a way to jumpstart your 2019 if you're the Sun Devils. The uh, then Arizona with Grand Canyon opening up with a four-two loss. That was a little bit of a Oof. shocker. That was a, hey, thank goodness. Uh, 
Thank goodness Grand Canyon is men's division two right now because that game did not count in the rankings. Yeah, that's but, uh, that's a that's a tough yeah, that way to get kind started. Of a shocker. Yeah, I think yep. I even texted you that night when I saw it come across the the Twitter feed that they lost four to two, and I, I was like, "Wow, well, that's a that's a that's taking one on the chin right there." Wow, was right. I, you know, I think the exact same thing happened last year. Yeah, I think that's Grand what you Canyon said. And, yep, Grand Canyon and Arizona played the first games of the new year, and Grand Canyon beat Arizona, and then the very next night. Arizona just smoked the came out and smoked them, yeah. stuffing. So, oh yeah, just, just beat them last year. I, for, I forget what it was. It was like fifteen to nothing, fifteen to one. This year it was eleven to two. Kind of, kind of like Groundhog's Day around here. Kind of, you yep. know, much like this podcast. It's all the same story. Same yep. BS. Yep, same, yep, same spewing the same BS, just time after time, right? And same two dopes. <laughs> so. But then after uh, so so that was the first weekend of the new year, and then um, on uh, this past Saturday Sunday UNLV after bagging two W's up in Tempe UNLV came down uh, the interstate, and they uh, played Arizona in holy smokes they split Arizona beats UNLV four to three in overtime, they beat UNLV and then uh, UNLV comes back and gets them the next day I think four. that was a four to three regulation four. win yep yep so kind of so. uh. A little bit of a little bit of a sluggish start to the 2019 out in the desert right now. Yeah, yeah. The 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 funny thing is, and I don't know if you saw it on Twitter, the um, Arizona put out on their Twitter. They put out a uh, a little clip, a little 15 second clip of the uh, game winning goal in overtime from the Saturday game. Yeah. And Anthony Cusinelli scores the goal. And the announcer just absolutely flips out, <laughs> you know, just, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And he, I mean, for like 10 seconds. And then it was like, he goes, huh, that's all right. Just a game. <laughs> and so so the dude goes for 10 minutes at 100%. And then, and just, then all yeah, of a sudden a he just dials it right back to 5%. Mm, just a game. That's awesome. Whoa. Oh, I thought that was funny. So, and then, of course, uh. <laughs> the next day, then UNLV comes back and comes uh, in and, and, gets and them. pounds them four three. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, that was that was that was a, that was a good game. But yep. both both games were good games. Then we've got uh, so so yeah. Hey, Arizona bags a couple of W's, uh, two wins, two losses. Missouri State, whoo, Iowa State came to town up to uh, Springfield this past weekend, and I, Iowa was State big, was not messing around. Iowa State was not messing around, and I mean, uh, Iowa State's what number six, I think, ranked in the nation, and uh, Missouri yeah. State's uh, like twelve right now. Yeah, twelve. Yep. And uh, boy, it was you know this is the chance for uh, someone to make a move in the ranking, right? And right. Oops, did not happen. Did not happen. Iowa what? State comes out and thumps Missouri State five to nothing on Friday night, and five to four the following night. Saturday at the Jordan Valley Ice Park up in Springfield. The uh, that's a, another another tough way to to start your uh, semester off here. It's, here's here's oh, well, I was here's, gonna here's say it's deal, like Andrew. What's that? No, I was, I was gonna say it was it was a tough deal because that Friday night game it was a sellout. Oh geez, and they got blanked. And oh oh, here's what made it even worse. It was a sellout. And there was a foot of snow that got dumped on St. Louis or oh. on Missouri, I should say. Yeah, yeah, I was going right. to say, yeah, they got pounded up there. Yeah. So the officials 
could not get down to Springfield in time to start the game at seven o'clock. They had to push the game back two oh. hours oh. to nine o'clock. And so that sellout crowd thinned out pretty quickly. Yeah. And I can then imagine. on top of that, they got thumped five nothing. Oh, what a. I, <laughs> I know. What a night. What a, yeah, what a night is right. Holy smokes. Talk about getting kicked in the teeth. That's right. That's right. Holy moly. What were you going to say about it? The, yeah, I was going to say that's a tough way to start, you know, because it's like you said, we're had this nice break and then now we just jump into it and, and it's crunch time right off the bat. And, uh, they come out and, and lay two goose eggs, and that's, uh, that's a tough way to get it started here. It is. You know, I, I always say, and people that have either listened to this podcast or <laughs> talked to me on the telephone or listened to me when I babble at the rink, I always say that there's two times in the uh, calendar in the season when you can make a move in the rankings. It's um, November uh, because your season has basically, you're, you're getting going. Um, you've got a couple of games under your belt already through September, October, but now you're into the meat of the season. So you can make big moves in November with some big wins and you can make some big moves in January because that's a time when kids aren't in school for the most part. And so teams can afford to travel a little yep. bit. And like Iowa state comes down to Missouri state, non it's not out of conference. It's non-traditional rivals. Uh, UNLV gets on the road and they go down to Vegas. I, I mean, they go down to Tempe and Tucson. And so January is a, this is the second part of the season where you can really make a jump and make an impact on your ranking. And, uh, and it's still, there's still a couple more weeks left, a couple more big weekends left here, uh, in, in the season. But, uh, yeah, these were some lost opportunities. I thought Yeah, for both Missouri State, ASU and U of A. Yeah. Squandered some opportunities here for sure. Right. Yep. Yep. Then um, the 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 last team in the WCHL to uh, you know they've already started play uh, although it doesn't count in the rankings um, it was Central Oklahoma they hosted um, a non ACHA team from Midland University Midland used to be ACHA and then they left they're now playing in the NAIA this season they'll be coming back to the ACHA next year um, but right now they're not in the ACHA. And, um, but central Oklahoma played them and, uh, beat the warriors of Midland five to two and five to one up there in Edmond. Oh. So I guess that's, you know, if there's a positive, yeah, even though good. the games don't count. Yeah. Get, get uh, some, get some games under your belt and build some confidence. Yeah. And Midland's a good little team. Yep. Uh, Midland's coached by Jason Cerrone, who, um, Played in the old Central Hockey League down for Rio Grande Valley, and he also uh, played on the heck he was a former Winnipeg Jet. Played in the Italian national team, so Jason knows what the heck he's doing. He put, yep. always puts together a tough little team. It's just tough to get to recruit kids to nowhere in Nebraska. That's right. Yeah, tough up against it, right? But, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, good for UCO. They come out and they beat uh, Midland, and uh, they get primed for their run. That's going to start here in January. So then the other four teams in the, in the conference, Oklahoma, Colorado, Colorado state and Arkansas, they did not play. They have not started play yet. So, uh, slackers, but (laughs) well, you, you should know since you're, since you're the chief pom pom, uh, the cheerleader. Yeah. The chief dingling, though you hockey. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you are. Boy, interviewing the coach and then a couple of the players. We're we're going to turn this into the OU Hockey Podcast. We, we might as well. We might as well. We might get some yeah. uh, 
might get some more uh, feedback here, some more viewers, Please. listeners, whatever you want to call it. Please. <laughs> you, probably, you probably have to turn the computer on for those guys so they can listen to it. <laughs> How does this work? <laughs> Anyways, let's... Uh, all right, so there we go. But here's the big thing, and just like we talked about, um, January is a big, big, big month for games coming up. And this weekend coming up ahead of us is going to be huge, this is, not this only for rankings, but for the WCHL. Yes. This, the I, So I've got it. This is going to be the turning point in the season right here. The, Ooh, uh, this is, this is going to thin it, it out. We're going to either have a two-team race to the final with uh, – Whoever whoever does whoever can win this weekend, or uh, if it goes the way I think it's going to do, it's going to stay a, a three to four team race and uh, keep having a little dogfight here. Uh oh. Well, we're going to so. get into some predictions here in a second, but uh, let's remind everybody. Um, let's kind of reset where everybody everybody stands here in the WCHL. All eight WCHL teams have played fourteen games, um, so we're all on an even. Uh, on an even uh, playing field, if you will, or level ice field or ice, I don't know, ice sheet, whatever you want to call it. Arizona and Central Oklahoma are tied for first place in the uh, WCHL with 33 points. Yep. And that's huge because of what's coming up this weekend. Missouri State and Oklahoma are tied for third place with 27 points, and that's huge because of what's coming up uh, this weekend and at the end of the month. Colorado is in fifth place with 13 points. Arizona State is right behind them with 12 points in 6th place. Colorado State is right behind them with 11 points in 7th place. And then Arkansas is just 2 points off. They're they're in 8th place, but they have 9 points total. So there's a, a huge log jam at the top and it, with and two ties for 1st and 3rd. And then a huge log jam for 5, 6, 7th, 8th where yeah. everybody is separated by 4 points. That's interesting, right? The uh, tight race at the top and a tight race at the bottom. The uh, yeah, crazy. Yeah, interesting, interesting. And it could be a it could be a turning point here. This you know, if Arizona something happens and they go on a sweep this weekend, you know, they they kind of bury the other three teams behind them. Same thing if UCO or OU goes on a three game sweep, something crazy happens and they can pull it off, right? The yep. uh, yep. it could it could uh, be a defining point. But like I said, we're going to get into the predictions here in a minute. But if it happens the way I think, I think the top is still going to stay tight after Uh-oh. the weekend here. Uh oh. I don't. Well, every team here in the uh, for the spring 2019 part of this season has eight conference games left. That's 24 points. Let me make sure I said that right. Yeah, three times eight, 24. There you go. 24 points up for grabs. So uh, and we, we have we a gigantic. Calculator. Yeah, well, you know, I had to <laughs> count on your. I've got two, count, no, take I, your, had to take your shoes off real quick so you could count all no, all ten fingers and I, ten toes and come back again. <laughs> I, I got a cat. I got I got two cats sitting here. I just counted them really quick, and I, I couldn't reach. I couldn't reach my feet to get the socks off. So you see me? Come on, I'm so big. But uh, uh, so yeah, I had the four cats. Now they're traumatized. <laughs> So every every WCHL team has eight conference games left, twenty four points up for grabs, and we're, we're, let's let's take a quick little intermission break. Here's some uh, here's some intermission music, and when we come back, let's talk about the gigantic weekend coming up with uh, the Oklahomas going out to the Arizonas and the Ozarks at the Colorados. So hold on, let's hear some, some uh, Hamilton there. 
Oh, God. No, 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 no. We'll, but we'll talk about that later, too. <laughs> All right. Hold on. That was not Hamilton. I'm sorry. That was, uh, I think that's a little Monty Python. Yeah. A huge, huge, huge difference between the two. There you go. Although both quality stuff. We'll we'll talk. Remind me at the end. We'll talk about Hamilton. There you go. Yeah. I want to hear all about Hamilton. Oh boy. Hey, it was good. Um, Okay. So, hey, uh, we teased it a little bit before the break. Um, Gigantic weekend coming up. We only really have three three more uh, gigantic weekends uh, here within the league, and they're both uh, uh, before before we figure out who's going to win the dang thing. Yep. Uh, yep. This is one of them, and it's the Oklahomas. They're out at the Arizonas, and the Ozarks are going to be up in the mountains playing the, the Colorado teams. So let's just jump right into it, and then we'll get your predictions, Andrew. There you go. On, on third, Oklahoma is going to be down in Tucson playing the University of Arizona. And UCO is going to be up in Tempe, taking on ASU at super duper cold Oceanside Ice Arena. <laughs> they, what do you uh, think is going to happen there? Well, so I think the boys from OU are going to run in with some uh, little extra steam in their pockets since they're going to be without their uh, number one goaltender. Uh, I no see way. the boys. I see the boys playing playing very well and sneaking one out there at Arizona. Let's remind everybody, their number one goaltender is Phil Babb, and Mr. Babb is suspended for this game. Yeah, and he's got one game suspension. Due to his uh, inappropriate actions uh, (laughs) after his last game in the fall 2018 semester. A a lack of better judgment, right? (laughs) A a lack of any judgment. Um, When he uh, celebrated uh, celebrated an Oklahoma win at UCO a little too vociferously. Uh, in front of the UCO fans, I think so the he, I think the I think the UCO fans liked it. At least the student section got them a little fired up. You got them fired up. I do not think they liked it at all. But uh, <laughs> the suspension was the, the suspension was well deserved, in my opinion, and uh, appropriate. And uh, so, yeah, Oklahoma will be will be without Phil Bab on Thursday to play Arizona. And so you're saying. Say you said the OU is going to come out and beat Arizona. I think they're going to do it. I think they're going to do it. They got some uh, some kids back this for this uh, second semester here that they didn't have first semester. So I've been I've been stuck at the rink watching these uh, meatheads practice the past week and a half or so. And they've had they've had some uh, pretty dialed in practices and a lot of intensity out there. So I I expect big things out of them. All right. Now you recognize practice isn't the same as games, and Arizona's well, played four games, whereas OU's played zero. Well, we'll see. We'll see here. All right. So Andrew's predicting an Oklahoma win on Thursday in Tucson, and that's because Andrew's a homer. That's right. Uh, what about um, Central Oklahoma at Arizona State on Thursday? Well, yeah, I'm going to surprise you with this one and go UCO. Yep. 
<laughs> Why is that a surprise? The uh, well, you know, the uh, you always you always try to point fingers at me by by uh, picking on my UCO brother up there to the north of us. So yeah, I'm a, but with everything Arizona State showed uh, so far this uh, semester, I'm gonna I'm gonna say UCO walks in there and takes care of business and uh, walks out with a W. I I, I think that's I think that's um. Well, I can't make a prediction. I, I you can't argue with that. So yeah, I think it's pretty right. solid. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the both teams, as we do in the WCHL, we uh, switch partners on Friday from Thursday to Friday, Saturday. So that means UCO heads down to Tucson for two games. Gigantic monster, monster, monster games, Andrew. Yep. And then Oklahoma's up at Tempe. Um, I I already know what you're going to say. Oklahoma's playing two games in Tempe Friday, Saturday. You're gonna just admit it. You're gonna say Oklahoma wins both of those games. Nope. I'm gonna I'm gonna surprise you on this one. Oh. Whatever whatever it is, some teams like are like this around the sports world. Arizona State always matches up well against OU. They always play them tough. So I'm calling for a split with really? Arizona State. Look I, at they, you. Look at the track record over the years, and uh, Arizona State's always played tough against OU. So yeah, I'm, very I'm nice. calling a split. A little, maybe some objectivity there from uh, oh. from from Andrew. I like that. Maybe. Okay, maybe my maybe my so meds are wearing off. <laughs> <laughs> some of that eggnog is wearing off. Yeah, uh, the holiday eggnog. You're sobering <laughs> up. So you're going to say then Oklahoma goes two and one on the weekend, and Arizona State would go one and two on the weekend. Right. Yep. All right. Well, let's uh, help it, help me out there with the powerhouse matchup. The two top leaders in the WCHL right now, Arizona hosting Central Oklahoma Friday and Saturday. With without a doubt, that is a split. Split. Even without though, a doubt. even though Arizona just came in Edmond and just got totally waxed by UCO. I think that game was four nothing, six nothing. It was a whitewash. It was a shutout. The uh, motion. You still say it's a split. I still, I'm still calling a split. Yep. Right. Big, uh, big games with a lot on the line here. I think all, I think all the teams are going to be ready to play. I think it's going to be an interesting weekend. But yeah, I say uh, Arizona's ready to go, and they're going to split with UCO. Interesting. Very interesting. All right. So you're going to say then that Arizona, you're going to say the two Oklahoma teams are going to go two and one and that the two Arizona teams then are going to go, go one and two. One and two. So. Interesting. Well, Andrew, I have to admit, I wasn't too confident in your ability to actually make it to the podcast today because I know that you've been sick. So I asked a WCHL insider, Cam Moran, for her prediction this weekend. Yep. And she predicted... Almost exactly the same as you. Perfect. She predicted Arizona would uh, beat Oklahoma on Thursday. So that, that goes sounds like home cooking. Yeah. She predicted <laughs> uh, UCO would take care of Arizona State. And then uh, when UCO headed down to Arizona, uh, to Tucson for the Friday-Saturday game, she said that, that UCO would win on Friday night in a shootout and that Arizona mm. would come out Saturday to split, to earn the split. There you go. There you go. So, see, must be, must be something there. Must be something there. Now, she also said, and see, this might be a little bit where uh, she felt bad for you. She thought that Oklahoma would go to uh, Arizona State and take both games from Arizona. There you State. go. Uh, I just so. think, 
Arizona State always matches up well against OU, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully for them, since OU's in the dogfight for the top spot, hopefully they can pull two wins out. But like I said, Arizona State just matches up well. They play them tough. Well, and Arizona State has some, uh, I mean, they have some grit. They have some big boys down there that like to hit. So that's what yep. Oklahoma's game is. So, All right. Well, very good. So there's Andrew's predictions and Cam the Rams' predictions. Uh, let's switch over to the other end. And those are gigantic games. I mean, I can't yes. say that enough. I realize I've said gigantic and huge about 5,300 times today. But holy smokes. I mean, how often do we get numbers one versus number one playing two games this late in the season against one another? Right. With with another team that's just right on their heels, just yeah. waiting for them to mess up and, and pounce on it, right? Yeah. Insane. And then, of course, you got uh, the Ozarks heading up to the Colorados. And, you know, three of those four teams are in in a dogfight for themselves. That's uh, right. For, you know, uh, and, and, and heck, there's other ramifications as well. On Thursday night, Missouri State is at Fort Collins. They're playing uh, Colorado State in Epic. And then Arkansas is down at the uh, Boulder Rec Center taking on the Buffs. What do you got for me there, Andrew? Give me some predictions. The, uh, so I'm going Missouri State, and I'm going Colorado Woo. for the Thursday games. So you're going with the favorites, in other words. I'm going with the favorites, yep. Missouri State on Thursday over CSU and Colorado to win the home game against Arkansas. Right. The uh, yeah, right. Missouri well, State's going to come in with some little bit of oomph to them after getting beat by Iowa State, and yeah, I think they're going to take care of business. Cam the Ram agrees with you entirely. That's what there she said go. too. So. She must be pretty smart. Well, let's not go that far. And then on uh, Friday and Saturday night, um, uh, partners switch up. Arkansas heads up to the fort to take on the Rams, and Missouri State heads down to Boulder to take on the Buffs. Those are, again, gigantic games. Uh, they're They're in Boulder. huge games. Yeah, so let's start up in the fort then. <laughs> uh, Arkansas at CSU. What do you think is going to happen there? I'm, I'm taking CSU for both of them. Ooh, so you're going to say Arkansas goes O for the trip. I'm saying they're going over for the trip here. That's rough. Cam the Ram disagrees. She said there'll be a split. Really? Arkansas and CSU will split up at uh, there you Epic. Go. Yeah, interesting. And then Missouri State at Colorado. What do you think is going to happen there? Wow. Those are that's that's a team tied for third and a team that's fifth and desperately trying to get back into the race in Colorado. That's right. And a yeah, team uh, team. So Colorado, you know, they're on the they're on the border there of uh, the Nationals, also, right? So they're they've got to have some uh, urgency to their game. So I'm gonna say with that, I'm still calling a split for those two games. Really? All right. Well, once again, you are in agreement with Cam Ram because she had Colorado winning on Friday and Missouri State uh, winning the game on Saturday. So interesting. So that would mean. Um, that would mean Colorado. Uh, uh, that would mean Arkansas. If if your predictions come to come to pass, Arkansas goes zero and three. Zero and three. Yeah. Um, and you would go one and no, would go two and one. Yep. And then uh, both uh, Missouri State and Colorado would end up going two and one. That's right. So, That's right. All right. Well, let's see. It's going to be fun to see how this plays out because obviously, as you said before, there's a chance for some folks to create some room, some distance between one another, especially at the top between Arizona and Central. 
yep. but there's also, uh, you know, geez, it could come right down to the wire. Could come down to the wire. You know, you got OU and uh, Missouri State sitting here on the hills of uh, UCO in Arizona, just waiting for one of those two to to bobble oh, a little bit, yeah. and they're gonna and they're gonna be sitting there ready to pounce on them, right? Usually by this time of the year, I know where I'm headed with the trophy. Um, I know that uh, I'm I'm headed to Central, or I know that I'm headed. Uh, you know, the first two years of the conference, Arizona State won it, and they won both games. Uh, they clinched both games up in Boulder. So I knew I was bringing the trophy up to Boulder. Yep, knew where you got um, it. You... Now I have no clue. You can't. I, uh... I, well, beyond beyond that, I mean, that's just a given, I guess we should say, right? Yep. I have no clue. But uh, this, I have no. The, the WCHL standings are are it's this up is, for grabs. That's for sure. It's tight, and that's what makes it fun, right? I'm digging it. Yeah, and, uh, this is what makes it fun. They uh, makes it makes it interesting. Put some weight onto these games, and uh, yeah, makes it fun to watch. Makes it, and I'm sure the all the players involved are enjoying it, and uh, adds a little bit of extra for those two for those guys, right? Yep, yep. Well, and they're in addition to playing for a WCHL championship, in the uh, they're also playing for the auto bid to go to nationals, or just for a, an an at large bid to go to nationals. And right now we have, um, uh, if, if people re- will remember, uh, for, in order to make the ACHA Nationals, you've got to be in the top 20. However, there are auto bids. There are league auto bids that are out there. And if the, uh, your league wins the auto bid, I shouldn't say that, if the, if the team that wins the auto bid from your league is not in the top 20, you'll bump a team out. And bouncing somebody else out, yep. So there are seven conferences in the ACHA Men's Division One. Six of them have auto bids. Three of them are in the top 20. Three of them are not. So uh, as, as things stand right now. And so what that means is, in reality, you have to be top 17 or better to guarantee yourself a spot at Nationals. And right now, the last ranking that came out before the holiday break had um, Arizona in there at number seven. So I would say they're pretty uh, safe. Uh, to make uh, nationals. UCO is number eight, so I think they're pretty safe. Missouri State was number 12, and again, I would say they're pretty safe. And Oklahoma's 15, and I'm going to say Oklahoma's pretty safe, but they're if they, obviously... If they take care of business. Well, yeah, I mean, they're on the cusp. They're two spots yeah. away from bounced, being bounced, right? Three spots, I guess. So, uh, yeah, if they take care of business, they'll be fine. Um, and then after that, we have Colorado is at 19. Colorado State is at 20. So those two teams are fighting to move up. Colorado is two spots away from making the national tournament. CSU is three spots away. Uh, so they desperately want to win. Yes. And uh, then we have Arizona State, who's at 27, and Arkansas, who's at 32. Um, Arkansas, I would think it's fair to say, is uh, is not going to make the national tournament. Um, Arizona State has an has a long shot. They have an outside chance if they can start yep. winning games, but uh, just get in there. Yep, dig in and work. Yep. Yeah, losing seven to one and losing four to one is not the way to do it. Not not helping your cause there, right? No, no. So uh, now we have new rankings that are going to come out to start the the week, or sorry, should not the week, start the new year. And I think when those new rankings come out, we're going to find that Arizona's nine, UCO's ten, Missouri State's thirteen, OU's fourteen. Colorado's 19, CSU's 20, Arizona State stays at 27, Arkansas State is is up one spot to 31. So I think that still holds true is that right now it looks like four teams from 
the WCHL will make it to nationals uh, for sure. And there's an outside chance that one or two others might. Colorado and Colorado State might. There you go. Oh, what do you think? Got any bold predictions there, Slick? The uh, no, I think uh, on this one, I think it's pretty cut and dry. There's a couple teams, like we said, Colorado's got to got to get it together and and make a run here in the this semester and put some wins together to make it to nationals. And then, like if you're OU, that's right there in that 14, 15 spot. Just you know, you're in. Just take care of business and make sure you uh, make sure you don't lose the games that you shouldn't and win the games that you should, right? Yeah, when you win those games, uh, yeah, you got to beat the teams you're supposed to and beat them badly. You can't just, uh, you know, if it's um, not to pick on poor Arkansas, but, you know, they're 30, 31, 32. You know, if you're playing them, you can't just beat them four to three um, yeah. and expect to move up in the rankings. You're going to have to beat them badly. Yep. Um, by the same token, if you lose to an Arizona State or uh, – uh, you know, let's say, um, you know, uh, uh, Arizona loses a game to, let's say, Oklahoma, 14. You shouldn't expect Arizona to move on up. You know, that'll help OU's cause, but it'll hurt Arizona's cause. So you got to win the games yep. you're supposed to, and you got to win them by the appropriate score. Um, you know, if Arizona beats UCO, that's a 9-10 matchup or a 7-8 matchup. If if that's yeah, a one, so one that's or two-goal right game, that's no big deal. Yep. But if it's a seven goal difference, holy smokes, watch out. Yep. yep. I volatility. completely agree. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, let's uh you know what? Let's I don't want to hear any Hamilton. Not just yet. <laughs> let's not hear any Hamilton. Let's let's hear the Caddyshack horn. We'll come back and let's let's keep talking Nash uh nationals. Does it sound good to you? There you go. And then right. uh and then we also need to talk about my uh my pod room that that I need for uh to continue <laughs> the podcast here. Let me write this down. Okay, hold on. Um Hamilton pod room. <laughs> but before we do that, Caddyshack horn. Here it is. <laughs> uh, but hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. All right, Andrew. I've got three things written down that we want to talk about. Nationals, Hamilton, yep. or the pod room. Which one do you yeah, want to tackle first? Oh, it's, you know, whichever one is your pleasure. It's... <laughs> Ooh, how about that? I'm allergic to the pod room. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. Bless me. Wow. Thanks. Uh, let's start with nationals. How about that? I'm in for that one. Let's go. Nationals are coming up soon. It's going to be here before we know it. Holy, it's, it's, we're doing this on January 15th. Uh, national starts almost in two months, two months, March 21st in Frisco. How about that? We're, We've, like we said earlier, we've gone to uh, from zero being at Christmas break to 100 miles an hour, just boom like that. You got that right. I can tell you that since uh, the new year turned, um, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm I, I've been uh, uh, let's not say deeply involved, but uh, semi deeply involved in the nationals uh, tournament preparation and you know ordering pucks and seed coverings and where's the merchandise going to go and what kind of merchandise yep. are we ordering and Holy jeez, wow. Yeah, we are. I <laughs> Fun mean, stuff, right? It is nonstop go is what I'm saying. That's, and so that's, we're, that's we're sprinting. In, in, in fact, we're uh, t today is uh, inside baseball. The, uh, the medals uh, have been ordered. The uh, championship teams for all five divisions, they all win medals. And 
They're going to be delivered to a certain law office on the south side of Oklahoma City here pretty soon. Awesome. So yeah. So if anybody awesome. wants a medal, come on by. <laughs> <laughs> you'll get a you'll get a win. You win. It's it's a participation thing. So. Yeah. Participation awards, perfect. <laughs> yeah, really. So, uh, anyways, yeah, it's just nonstop go. Well, the way things go, as we said before, the uh, the Caddyshack Horn, um, we have seven conferences in ACHA Division One. Uh, six of them have auto bids. Uh, the Central States Collegiate Hockey League only has five teams, and so they don't have an auto bid, but they also don't need it. They have the number one team in the nation in Lindenwood. That's right. And then after that, um, the three other conferences that have auto bids but don't really need it are the Western Collegiate League. Uh, right now, Arizona or Central Oklahoma will win, will win that conference, it looks like, unless um, uh, Missouri State or Oklahoma win it. Either way, all three of the all four of those teams are in the top twenty, so the auto yep, bid so really not. won't be necessary. Yep, yep. Then we have the Eastern States Collegiate Hockey League, which is uh, Liberty. Liberty leads that, but that's the Liberty Stony Brook, Delaware, Rhode Island League. And Liberty's number five in the nation. They don't need their auto bid. And then there's the Great Lakes Collegiate Hockey League, which is up in the Michigan area. And that's Adrian Davenport, Oakland, Eastern, Western, that kind of stuff, Kent State. Yep. And the defending national champion, Adrian, is ranked number three. And so they don't need the auto bid. So three of the uh, six auto bids will not be used, which is good news for a lot of teams. But then yep. three of the six auto bids will be used, it looks like. Uh, the first one is the ECHA, which is a conference, which is basically based out of Philly. And right now, number 28, Drexel, is leading that conference. So they will bump uh, a team. Uh, so... Uh, then we have the NECHL, which is a conference based out of New York. It's made up of Buffalo, Niagara. Um, geez, I'm just trying to think of who else is in that thing. That's gonna be that's gonna be a long haul to Frisco, Texas, from, from New York. Yep, it will be. Oh. It will be. Right now, I mean, the 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 conference, uh, the playoff champion will uh, for that conference. It won't be the regular season champion. It'll be their league playoff champion. Um. Uh, but right now, if it were the league leader, um, that's that would be Buffalo, and that's number 33. So Buffalo would then take a spot. And then we have the CHMA, College Hockey Mid-America, which is a Pittsburgh-based league. And that has Robert Morris, Pennsylvania, Duquesne, Mercyhurst, um, yeah, West Virginia, stuff like that. They'll yeah. also award their auto bid to the playoff champion, and not to the regular season champion, but the regular season leader right now is Indiana. University of Pennsylvania, IUP, and IUP is ranked to number 40. So uh, what that means is that those three teams, those three auto bids would bump out the last three teams to make the tournament, so numbers 20, 19, and 18. And if we go by the rankings the way they are now, that would mean that Robert Morris, Illinois, from the Central States League at 18 is out, and that would mean that Colorado and Colorado State at 19 and 20 are also out. So. If you're uh, if you're the Colorado boys, Colorado and Colorado State, it's down time to round up your troops and uh, and get this thing going, right? There you go. It's time to win some games and uh, win. Yeah, start putting get some your, distance. Yep, yep. Get your get yourself up there. The, uh, get yourself out of that hot seat and and get into a comfortable spot and 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 go. Right. Time to That's time to round truth. up the troops and, and get after it. 
That's the truth. And then, uh, then once we get down to nationals, um, the national format, it's, it's a 20 team, uh, tournament, but, uh, it's kind of, there's only four games a day at the, at the most, but it's a, boy, it's a great little format. Numbers 13 through 20 will play each other on day one, which will be Monday, uh, Thursday, March 21st. Yeah. And, and so that means that, uh, number using the rankings that we have right now, let's just, if nationals were to happen right now today, these would be the matchups, and it would be uh, number 13, Nevada, Las Vegas, would take on number 20, Indiana, Pennsylvania, IUP. 14, Syracuse, would take on 19, Buffalo. Oklahoma would be number 15, and they would take on number 18, Drexel. So I guess that's a positive in that if you're 13, 14, or 15, you're basically guaranteed to play one of these three auto-bid teams. Auto-bids, yep. So. And then, boy, the hellacious matchup is the 16-17 matchup, teams that have earned their way into uh, nationals yeah, without using the auto bid. And that's... Uh, worked their way in it, and that's tough. Yeah, that's a Stony Brook-Jamestown fight right there. Wow. So that would be the first day. And then the second day is the winners of all those games get to play number one through four. So congratulations. You win on number on day one. On day two, you day get two. to play the beasts of the ACHA. Yeah. So... Uh, for instance, uh, the winner of the Vegas IUP game would get to play number four, Ohio. The winner of Syracuse and Buffalo would get to play number three, Adrian, the defending national champion. The winner of Oklahoma, Drexel, then gets to take on number two, would get to take on number two, Michigan Dearborn. And then the, the poor winner of the Stony Brook Jamestown fist fight there you would, go, Lindenwood. Get, would get to get smacked around by number one, Lindenwood. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a tough go right there. Yeah, maybe there's some, maybe it's, you know, like in football, you can decline. I, I'm going to yeah, de- just, no thanks. No thanks. Yeah, no <laughs> thanks. How would you like to be, if it does happen this way, how would you like to be Syracuse and Buffalo driving to Dallas, Texas to play each other and just for one of you to turn around and go back home? Oh, oh can brutal, you imagine? Brutal. Oh. Brutal. Yeah, I would just ask, can we just play up here? <laughs> you know, well, you know, we've had that happen oh. before. We've, we've had that happen before. Uh, where teams in the same conference, you know, drive all over uh, uh, the country, just end up playing a, 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 you know, someone that they knew. Well, it happened last year. Arizona, Missouri State played their fourth game uh, in Columbus, Ohio. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's crazy. How about that? Saturday, uh, the winners, the one, two, three, and fours, um, they would all get the day off. And then the five through twelve teams, uh, then they, that's when they get to mix it up, and that's where the fun uh, really comes in because those are some, those are all some really really good teams. Uh, five, yeah, because yeah, and they can go either way, right? Oh, you bet, you bet. They absolutely come on. Number five, Liberty would take on twelve Missouri State. I mean, that's a heck of a matchup right there. Yeah, you know? like the first, like the first day is like Oklahoma playing Drexel. What do we say Drexel was like number twenty eight? right yeah, now yeah 28 so, yeah so i mean if they yeah you know if OU takes care of business that that's not much of a hockey game right there right um, it shouldn't be yeah you know and then uh unlv you know if they come in and they they smack around indiana pennsylvania who's number 40 mm-hmm. you know that, that's probably not gonna be much of a game but like you said when you get to these five through 12 those teams are all pretty evenly matched and that's where you find your your good hockey games great right hockey. to start the tournament right saturday is great hockey saturday is just Great, great, great stuff. You get, like I said, five through twelve, uh, five versus twelve would be Liberty, Missouri State. The next game would be six eleven Iowa State versus Minot. I mean, holy crap, those are just two 
storied ACHA programs right there going toe-to-toe in the first round. And then look at the 7-10 matchup would be Arizona-Illinois. And yeah. then, then the 8-9 matchup is Central Oklahoma versus Davenport. I mean, yeah. those I mean, are, if that was a, if this was a, a UFC pay-per-view, it would be like $100 you know, yeah. paper. It yeah. would be uh, that, you know, the best. It's it's the Conor McGregor, Nurmur Khabibov or whatever his name is. Yeah, um, you could, you could easily say that that easily that seven ten and eight nine matchup could go either way and oh, yeah. call a call a upset right off that first first round. You oh, know what I mean? You bet. Very yeah. very easily. You bet. And then uh, yeah, and then after that Sunday would be the winners uh, from Friday playing the winners from Saturday. Semifinals on Monday, final on uh, Tuesday, and, uh, and then you're out. Bob's your uncle. Get a trophy. Go home. Get some medals all the way from Oklahoma. Go home. Yep. Get out of here. Oh, thanks. Uh, thanks for coming. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Thanks for coming. The, the sad part is you were talking about, you know, if you're a uh, uh, Syracuse Buffalo, drive all the way down from upstate New York just to play a game in Texas to turn around and go home. Um, 19 of the 20 teams are going to lose. Right. I mean, that's just. Yep. Everybody's, everybody's driving. Yeah. 19 of the 20 are driving home losers, right? There you go. So it's, 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 uh, this tournament is a, uh, I, I like the format and I like the, I like how it's set up. And I like the fact that you, if you're going to win it, even if you're number one, you still got to play some gigantic teams. Yep. You got to play some, you got to put a string of games together and, and have a little bit of luck on your side too, right? Oh, yeah. You gotta have a lot of luck on your side. But if you're yep. let's let's say you're number one Lindenwood, and let's just presume that you're gonna win the tournament, you've still gotta play four games and you've got to win four games. You gotta yeah, you gotta be dialed in for four. Top fifteen teams. It's not like you're playing, you know, Chris and Andrew and the gold diggers. Yep. Yep. You know, you're yeah. playing yeah. top four top sixteen teams back to back to back to back. Yeah, you gotta you gotta have luck, you gotta be ready and uh yeah. I mean, very easily, the number one team could get upset by any one of these teams on the list here. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Are you going to come on down? I am. Uh, you know, I am. I am going to try to make it down. I think I might know somebody who might know somebody who might be able to uh, get you in down there, as long as you're willing to work and you know shag a puck or twenty. The uh, yep, yeah, I might. Uh, I might be willing to work and uh, come down and check out some games. If we if we put on a chuck a puck program, would you be the the chuck a puck picker upper? The uh, you know if you if you paid me enough I I might be the guy that would wear a silly costume and run around out there and and let people throw the pucks at me. <laughs> <laughs> you would drive the little uh, golf cart around to pick them all up and we could, we could just throw pucks at you real pucks. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. I mean like going to the driving range with the golf course you know you who doesn't like shagging balls at the guy in the in the cart picking them up right. <laughs> <laughs> that poor guy. Don't you know he's just absolutely he's got PTSD. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's just getting drilled left and right. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Well, hey, uh let's let's talk uh let's talk uh Hamilton really quick. Um, oh boy. You're getting well, it's not a big deal. You you give me a hard time. I, I snuck away for a weekend and uh got away to uh Chicago for a little bit and had some great food and got to see a great play and uh Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say. Saw a play and uh, went up and clogged your arteries some more. And yep, you know the, I, uh, the nice saw thing, like a four-inch deep pizza or something like that. Oh boy, the nice thing, Andrew, um, there was no ice cream involved whatsoever. So I mean, that was <laughs> that was a con. If we're looking at pros and cons on this trip, Hamilton would no be a pro. No ice cream would be a con. 
Um, we had um, uh, Giordano's Pizza. We had Lou Malnati's Pizza. And then we had uh, Portillo's. Oh, you boy. Can't go wrong with Portillo's. Oh, my. Oh, you, Italian beef sandwich. And, mm. Oh, yeah. and those Chicago dogs. Yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, and that hot, yeah, the hot dog with their special mustard and all that. With oh. their little special seasoning they got. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. In, uh, I can't tell you, I've ordered the pack from Portillo's before and had it shipped to my house. Have you really? Where you, they, yeah, where they put it on the dry ice and they ship everything to you. No way. Just not as good as the real thing. No. Really? Just something about how they cook their hot dogs and and all that just can't be replicated. No, hey, um, no, no. Let, let's talk. Let's talk. Because, you know, the people at Giordano's and at Lumanati's made sure that we knew that they could have uh, stuff shipped down here to us. Uh, but uh, I, I never thought about ordering Portillo's. And uh, you can, you can. Somebody, I think somebody ordered it for my birthday for me. I think. Wow. And it was a big. Comes in a big box packed in dry ice and all that. There's an eight pack or ten pack of buns. You know, a eight pack of hot dog wieners, and then the mustard and the tomatoes and the relish and and all the stuff, and then the and then a shaker of their special seasoning and all that fun stuff. And very nice. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't like eating the real thing there, but you know, on the bright side, I've still got the uh, shaker of the special seasoning. Yeah, and I'll sprinkle that on hamburgers and all that kind of stuff every now and then, and it, it's pretty good stuff. Look at you! Wow. Yeah, look at that. I was uh, well, t- two things. Um, number one, you know, there's a Portillos in Arizona, or Portillos in Tempe, and it's like a mile from the rink. So we going to the games this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you what. <laughs> If you, I, I'll, I won't be out there this weekend, but I'll be out there in, in three weeks when uh, the Colorado's at the end of January, first of February. Yep. And first if, February. Yeah. I mean, there, if, if you're trying to uh, uh, locate a fat commissioner, I will be in the, <laughs> I'll be in the drive through line of Portillo's <laughs> probably about an hour or to an hour and a half before the games at Oceanside. And I'll be hogging down all those hot dogs out there in the parking lot of Oceanside. Hey, yeah. Uh... And then I'm sure you'll, uh, you know, you just keep the truck warm from Portillo's to in and out and bebop back and forth, right? There you go. Well, yeah, I was going to say in the, in the rest of the time, I'll probably be in the bathroom. So, uh, <laughs> you know, just look for me there. Um, yeah, you know. But holy smokes. Wow. Uh, I, did, I, I had no clue. And, and so that was that was first. Uh, uh, Tempe uh, has a Portillo's now, which is great. But, but the second thing was, Andrew, I was worried that the family would not like it as much as I did. And so I had them, I had them rate when we got home from our uh, whirlwind weekend trip. I said, uh, okay, right at Giordano's, Lou Malnati's and Portillo's and to a person, everyone said Portillo's was number one. Really? Yep. Yep. Really? Yep. What's some, that tell you? Some people, well, it tells me that I've got great taste. <laughs> That's right. So, That's right. I remember the first time I introduced my uh, wife to In-N-Out Burger. Oh. I was, I was all excited. You know, it was in, it was in Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, we had gone out there with my parents and of course my dad knew in and out burger and all that. So him and I were just drooling to get to an in and out burger. Right. We're all excited taking Kristen for, to her first in and out burger. And we get in there and she looks at the menu and she's like, this is it. <laughs> and I looked at her and I'm like, oh my God, like you are going to have to find your own way back to Oklahoma. <laughs> you know, we almost didn't want to bring her back with us. <laughs> That's great. And yeah. And she, from, yeah, from that day on, she does not like in and out burger. 
Well, we can't all be perfect. So uh, can't all be perfect. That's right. Oh, but boy. I can tell you, I've introduced my, uh, I have introduced my daughter to In-N-Out Burger when yeah. we go to Dallas. Yeah. I've introduced her to that, and and she is her dad's daughter through and through. Smart kid. And she is an In-N-Out Burger fan. The nice thing about Frisco and Nationals being in Frisco, there's an In-N-Out Burger that is literally right on the other side of the shopping center. I was going to say, just a chip shot away. There, That's right. Frisco, the, the rink, the Dr. Pepper Arena, is at the corner of, what is it, Victory Lane and I think it's Victory Lane and the Dallas North Tollway. And then if you just go over Victory Lane to all the way to Preston Road, Bing, bang, boom. There's an In-N-Out Burger, and oh my God, it's open. I think till two or three in the morning. I was gonna say, I think that's where we uh, took the boys after when we were running the OU program. You know, I've bribed the, uh, I've bribed many a hockey player with In-N-Out Burger. Um, yeah, we've we've won games against the Texas Tornado down in Frisco, and we've had yep, In-N-Out Burger. Say, on the way home, that's right. I remember that. I've bribed. Uh, we've swept some games at the Tucson Convention Center, and on the on the long drive back on Interstate 10, the Southern Route, we've yeah. had In and Out Burger. Hit it, hit it up. Why not? Yep. And uh, I know that after we uh, swept games against Arizona State, um, there in Tempe, we've uh, we couldn't get the bus into the In and Out Burger, but damned if we didn't park it, and we all walked across <laughs> late at night. That My was God. Yeah, that get, was the wildest. You, you get there one way or another, right? We got there one way or another, and boy, I, I, we had to make sure that, that we were bringing back all of our players because there were so many pretty girls there. I remember, you know, if you if you had Tom as the bus driver, he he would get that bus in the parking lot for you. <laughs> he would have <gone laughs> drive you off through. the front door. <laughs> yeah, he'd, he'd drive you right up the front door. Oh, uh, what a good yeah, guy. How about that? So, yeah, we saw Hamilton, and it was, uh, uh, I don't know if anybody out there is a play nut or a play freak or if anybody cares about uh Stuff like that, but um, it was uh, it was everything. Um, it was everything that's been uh, that's been said about it. It was excellent. It was absolutely fantastic. And um, I have a little uh, I have a I have a little Cam the Ram here who uh, uh, digs it, and uh, so we surprised uh, her and her dumb brother and uh, brought them all <laughs> up to Chicago and for for a quick whirlwind weekend and. Uh, it was, it was pretty spectacular. There's, I've seen, I like plays. I don't know about you, um, Andrew, but I, I, I like the musicals. Um, so, and I'm partial to, you know, the Rogers and Hammerstein stuff. We live here in Oklahoma. Yeah. I love the play Oklahoma. Um, yeah. I love the play. I love the music man just because he's such a BS artist and I'm full of BS. Um, <laughs> Professor Harold Hill is absolutely a BS artist and I, I love that. Um, we saw my wife and I years, many, many, many years ago, uh, saw the first, um, I guess it was traveling production of rent at the time. And it was oh. 19, geez, my son was born in 96. So it was 96 when we saw it and it was insane. It was just, it was a, it was a slap in the face. It was just insanely good. It was incredible. And to this day, whenever rent comes on or whenever you hear just those, three opening chords for um, seasons of love. Um, yeah. I mean, you're just, I'm, I'm just hooked And Hamilton had the same exact effect on me. It was, um, huh. and, and yeah, it was just incredible. It's one of those things where you're like, this is, you know, I'm not into rap and I'm not into any of that stuff, but it was, uh, it was, a, a, a not a life defining life changing type thing, but it was one of those deals where you're like, 
this is something very, very special. And I was, uh, we're very fortunate huh. to, uh, to have been able to see it. And yeah, it's, it's fun. I tell you what, my favorite character out of the whole thing was, uh, was the King. He's what a goof. I am. Apparently I'm drawn to goofs. <laughs> Because uh, here I am talking well, to you. Imagine that. Yeah, here I am yeah, talking yeah, to you. Imagine that. But the king, yeah. the king was pretty. King George was was pretty hilarious. So uh, I I, yeah, I really enjoyed I've it. Never, I've never I've never really been into the plays and all that. The uh, we did we did take my daughter to go see. She loves the Nutcracker. Yeah. So we we took her to see the Nutcracker this year for the second second year in a row. So she she loves it. Can't get enough of it. And now that she's been doing ballet for oh better part of six months now she a little more excited about it yeah so that's that's kind of fun to watch but yep yeah to go to go watch plays and all that i just haven't found one for me yet right well uh, like more action and yeah nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with that yeah nothing wrong just different 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 folks for different strokes right that's right my wife uh my wife had given me a hard time she knows i'm a sports nut and she said look you've dragged me to enough sporting events we need to get season tickets yeah. to some Broadway shows. And so uh, we have. And in fact, I, the reason I'm, we're able to do this podcast tonight is because she and uh, Cam are off at uh, the Phantom of the Opera right now. Uh, yep. So uh, yeah, we're, we're just, I'm, I'm trying to, try, I do this so that I can run away to Frisco for like a week. So, <laughs> That's right. Take your, take your lumps so you can get your time, right? There you go. I'm, I'm, I'm making some down payments. <laughs> I'm making some down the, payments. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I've got a, I've got a cousin and aunt and uncle that, that they love going to the Broadway plays and all that, and they've seen Phantom of the Opera in New York and Vegas and here in Oklahoma City, and I think even I think they've even been over to Europe. My uh, my aunt and uncle have and have seen Phantom of the Opera done over there and all that. So they're 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 really into it. My wife is into it, but she hasn't she hasn't been able to talk me into making one yet. Well, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll talk to her about the season tickets. Yeah, sure. Because she probably knows I'll be snoring too loud and, and embarrass her sitting in the crowd, right? So that's why she hasn't dragged me out yet. Yeah, very, very nice. Well, hey, let's talk about a pod room. What do you have in mind? Yeah, with so when yeah, buddy of mine, the uh, former player here at OU, um, you know him, JD Reynolds. He's got to put out a sweet picture of a pod room that he's getting ready to start up some sort of podcast, and you know he's got a bunch of OU memorabilia football uh memorabilia on the walls and all that and yeah i'm just sitting here thinking like look at our uh look at our dime on a dollar budget and and, and low rent operation we got here and, and then look at what he's doing right you're sitting you're sitting on the toilet and i've got two cats with uh with at least 20 fingers i hope um that's right yeah and he's got that's a pod right. room i've been i've been i've been banished to the half bath so i can keep my voice uh muted so i don't wake up my daughter <laughs> I can get behind two doors here between her and uh, yeah. And then here, here's other guy sitting in a pod room with a nice plush chairs and you know a little beer fridge in the corner and all that. And yeah, here we here we are. <laughs> that, that would mean that we would actually have to look at one another and you know pretend that we like one another. And uh, you know this this doing it remotely with me in the uh, in the Perry studio and you in the Major Kirth bathroom. Um, that, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's pretty nice. I, I kind of like that versus having a pod I room may, where you actually have to look at one another. I may, you know, I may, uh, I may, uh, do my laundry room up and get some memorabilia on the walls. All right. Give you a little, uh, give you a little video recording while we're doing it. So people can, you know, laugh at us <laughs> as, as well as laughing, listening. They can laugh directly at us too. Nobody wants to watch us. Trust me. <laughs> if you do get your laundry room done up, I will come on over and we can have a little pod room there in the laundry room. 
And, uh, they don't. They don't even want to. They don't even want to listen to us, much less look at us. Right? Eleven of them. So what the heck, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So pod is what you're asking for next, boy. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Put you on here as a special right. super guest star for the 2018-2019 season, and all of a sudden, and, uh, and then I'm making demands. Contract demands. Do you have an agent? Why we need to talk to your agent again, renegotiate. I, 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 sh- I should get an agent. The uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I told my wife we're we're in the market, getting ready to in the next few months here to of buying a new house. So I told her I had to have an office. Yeah. So I had a place to do my podcast from. Pod room. So, how about that? You know, if you come on down to uh, Frisco, we'll we'll have a pod room set up down there. There oh, you yeah. go. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll bring all you losers yeah. in there and talk to you. Yep, nothing nothing wrong with that at all. Drink some beers and have fun and talk about the games. We we you know, we there should you plan go. on I that. Like it. There, there you go. We should, yeah, we should definitely if yeah if we if we both make it down to down to Frisco, we should definitely. Uh, do some interviews and maybe a weekly or nightly daily update, something like that. Right. Yep. Yep. We should do that. I'll tell you what, I'm, uh, I'm heading up to Colorado this weekend. I'll be up there for the Ozarks at the Colorado's. Uh, we'll try to pull somebody aside and, uh, it won't be coach Ballard since we've already talked to him, but maybe we can get a hold of a, a CSU player or, uh, there you go. Uh, maybe even Missouri state head coach, Jeremy law. Maybe we can, uh, Jeremy law. get Lawsy on the, on the horn here and, uh, yeah, get something other than uh, frickin' frack yakking into the microphone like we've like we've. That's right. That's right. Nobody wants to listen to Ballard anymore. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's get lousy or somebody else. Or, right? Or, or they don't want to <laughs> listen to me or you. Too. Although I have to admit, I've missed this. It's been like a month. Yeah, it's been yeah, month, yeah. It seems like it's been two or three months, but yeah, mm-hmm. been been probably a month or so, yeah, month and a half. That's me trying to be sentimental. I missed you, Andrew. Yeah, I'm glad you missed me. You know, <laughs> I, I missed you too. Yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Well, hey, that's uh, that's it for now. We'll we'll be back next week, and maybe we'll have some uh, some folks. Maybe we'll have some CSU or Missouri State or Arkansas folks to talk to. But we'll definitely have some game results to talk about. And uh, in the meantime, if you got a question or if you got a uh, uh, something something to pose to us, hit us up on Twitter at WCHL Pod or on Facebook. And uh, or on the Western CHL website at um, uh, westernchl.com or on Twitter at Western CHL. And we'd love to hear from you. And, uh, you know, hey, give Andrew a hard time for his bogus predictions. We give Cam the Ram a hard time for her bogus predictions. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to next week and seeing, um, seeing what the possibilities are, seeing what happens, seeing how this race is going to shake out. Yeah, this is a big weekend. So, yeah, you could. Tighten up or it could blow wide open. See if I've got to bring a trophy with me to Arizona or if I've got to leave it in here in Oklahoma again for the fourth year yeah, in a row. You don't know where you're going yet. Yeah. Yeah. I might I, hopefully hopefully just for the to keep it interesting, hopefully you don't know where you're going after the weekend. Yeah. Well, you know what? Hey, how about this? If we if I have to make a return trip to Arizona, because I'm going out there for the Colorados at the Arizonas at the end of the month. Maybe you and I we just hop in the car and we do a WCHL pod on, as we as we haul it along the road to uh the, the like, present the trophy. Like like uh like dumb and dumber. Dumb and Louise. <laughs> going, going going across the mountains. There we go. You would you you would definitely turn the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> I would turn right. <laughs> hey, what? We'd be in Salt Lake City before we knew it. <laughs> we, yeah, I was, yeah, I was gonna say we'd definitely end up in Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All righty, hot dog. Any words of wisdom before we get out of here? 
Hey, uh, everybody have a good weekend. Be safe, and uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. That works. Talk to you next week. Take care.